Today's episode is short and sweet, and we are going to be talking about how to create a social image for your website and how that will help you when you start sharing your own blogs and content. Let's go. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Before we jump into today's episode, let's talk about our sponsor, Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software designed to help you create documentation, book in your clients, schedule, process payments, and run your entire practice online. The team at Jane knows your time is valuable, so they've created online intake forms to help you spend less time on paperwork and more time with your patients. They are amazing, by the way. These intake forms are fantastic. To streamline your intake process, Jane makes it easy to automatically email intake forms at the time of booking. You can gather patient data, consents, insurance information, and payment details all before your patient even walks through the door. And to help them remember to fill out their forms, Jane has you covered with a friendly email reminder sent 24 hours prior to their appointment. To learn more, head to jane.app guide or use the code LEX1MO at sign up to receive a one month grace period applied to your new Jane account. That is again, LEX1MO at checkout. It's the first day back from Thanksgiving, but I'm also recording this a week ahead of time because I knew that I wouldn't have time with travel and all the things. So when you hear this, I'll say it's currently November 19th. We're before Thanksgiving. When you hear this on the Monday after Thanksgiving, I'm hoping that you are either just heading you know, back to your regular schedule, what have you. Um, we will be just getting back into the swing of things after traveling. So I knew that I wanted to record this episode before. So I don't have any life business updates because all of those things were shared last week. But the one thing that I do want to make sure I mention is that I am officially scheduling into the new year. I don't know. I did mention that I have one coaching call that's open in December. By the time this this is live, I do not know if that will be taken, but I'm scheduling into, I think I might've said December. I am scheduling into 2024, January and February, 2024. So if you are looking to work with me, um, make sure you reach out, get on my schedule for January or February. And yeah, that's all I have for you. So make sure you're reaching out ahead of time. I know that I'm officially booking out at least two weeks. And then with this year, I'm booking officially into 2024. Like I know that I have nothing. So um, for what it's worth, just reach out. I can get you on the schedule for next year early on, especially if you know ahead of time, which we all love to do that anyway. So that's what I have for you. All right. So let's dive into today's episode. This episode is inspired by SEO School, just because I know that I'm going to be having a lot of people who are publishing new content on their website and doing updates to their website. So I wanted to make sure I recorded an episode all about social images. So here's the thing. When you share your website, whether it's a text or Facebook, a little preview of your website comes up. If you don't have what we call a social image, typically that ends up being your logo and oftentimes it's cut off. So for me, I always want to make sure that that logo doesn't get cut off because it looks better, but you can also have a very specific social image. So some people use like patterns with their logo on top of it, or some people just use a photo, what have you. But the key is, and understanding this is really, really important, is that you 
can't have one size. So when you share something via text, it's usually a square. When you share it on something like Facebook or LinkedIn, it's a different size. It's usually like the Facebook, um, I I don't want to, I don't know the exact size, but it's like an announcement on Facebook, a post. It's not a square. So what we have to do is create a template, if you will, for our social image that fits in both of those sizes. So I'm going to describe to you how to do that inside Canva, and then you can go create your own social image. So I am saying social image. That is what they call it in Squarespace. So if you don't know where to find that, you can just type it in the search bar when you're in your website editor and social image will come up. If you just heard me, I just tap my microphone with my chapstick that I'm playing with. Um, I You can just type that into the search bar. So type social image and it'll pop up where you can edit that. So inside Canva, what you're going to do is do a square design. So you'll just start with an Instagram square. You can honestly just type that in, or you can do a square that is 2000 by 2000 pixels. Um, You can also do 1500 by 1500 if you want to just have a smaller image, which is perfectly fine. Now on that image, when you're in Canva, Canva has a very good, what we call like grid. And if you pull things too close to the edge, it's going to highlight that grid. So it's a square instead of a square. So I want you to find where that grid is. And then I want you to understand that you have to keep your whole design. So you want to make sure that the part that you don't want to be cut off is inside that square, but also not touching the edge of that square. So my safe zone, if you will, is, you know, a little bit of space on all sides of that square within a square. So it's even smaller than the little border that Canva will give you for the edges. Now, the whole design is going to show when you share it. So yes, we wanna make sure we have a design on the whole thing. And I say design, for me, it's just a white background with my logo on it. And if you wanna just start with that, cool. Um, some people will put like a pattern on as the background and then their logo in the safe zone. So again, it's a square design with a, and then you take whatever logo you have and you can drag it around and you'll see that that square will pop up around the outside. And it's like a danger zone, if you will. It's like, don't do anything outside of this because it's too close to the edge. So once that grid pops up, the square pops up within the square, just note that you have to keep your design even smaller in that square. So not to the edge of that square, I would actually shrink it down a little bit more and then put it in the safe zone and put it in the middle of the screen, of course. Now with the rest of the space outside of the safe zone, as well as to the very edge of the design, it's up to you. So typically people, like I said, will do a white background with their logo on top of it. If you're someone who wants to do a pattern, you can just make the entire background of the square image a pattern and then put your logo on top of it. So that's also fine. And then if you're someone who is like, I wanna have a photo, just understand that part of that photo will be cut off, especially if it's on something like Facebook. But if you share it on a text message, it will be fine. So I have homework. So the homework in this, I told you I'm keeping this one very, very short. It's the Monday after the holidays. And I know that, you know, we're all going to be shuffling around and being a little bit more busy than typical. typical. So my homework for you is to go create that social image. When you download it, I want you to download it as a JPEG, not as a transparent design. So I just do a JPEG, make the quality 100%. And then I usually just make sure that I drag the slider all the way to the right um, to make the image very clear and crisp on Canva. That's a pro feature. So if you don't pay for Canva, you won't have access to that. You'll just have to download it and it'll be a little bit blurry, but um, download it as a JPEG, not transparent background because it's not a PNG. So PNG is a transparent background. 
So download it as a JPEG, slide the quality slider to the right, slide the size um, reader to the right, download that, upload that into your social image section. And then what I want you to do with that is actually send yourself a text or send yourself a text with your website. So www.lexlancaster.com. And then also go on something like Facebook or Twitter and share your website. Now you can just type your website in and it'll auto-populate that social image relatively quickly. So you don't have to like actually post a status or whatever, but go on and do both of those things. Now quickly, what this does is that whenever you share something on your website, so you share a blog or you share a website page to something else, it auto-populates that image with the share. So if you don't edit this image, like I said, typically it's a cutoff logo and it doesn't really look good. So for my people who are sharing content, I want this to look good. Some people will notice that in the back end of Squarespace or any other website builder, you can have different social images for each of your blog posts. Yes, it may be smart to do that as far as like making a cover for your blog post, which I do suggest, and you can see mine on my website, but making a cover for your your blog post and then using that cover as part of the social sharing image for each blog post. Making it just a square though will mean that it gets cut off on something like Facebook, which I do recommend you share your stuff on. So we still want to make sure we follow the same protocol. If we have a blog cover, we want to put it in that square template inside the safe zone. And then outside of that, you can leave it white. You can make it a pattern, whatever you want to do, but just understand that if you change it for each blog post and you change that social image, that image is going to override the entire social image for the website when that specific blog post is shared. So once again, if I publish a blog and the title is how to create a cover image, if I set a specific cover image or specific social sharing image for that blog post, when I share that blog post, that social image will share rather than my website social image. And when you go into Squarespace and edit your website social image, that is the one that shares all the time unless there is a social image that is overriding it. And you can have different images for all the pages. You can have different images for all the blogs, all the podcasts, what have you, all the things. But I want you to start off with just having one for your website and practice making that, making it look good, and then go on from there. So that's all I've got for you today. Please let me know if you have any questions in regards to these social sharing images, and I will make sure I answer them. And thank you so much for listening. I hope if you are a base in the United States, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and I will catch you next time.